It's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to stay that way. Hi everyone, my name is Nkwasa Genesis. As always, I'm the host of the Regardless Podcast. And this week's episode, I have a special guest all the way from uh, Florida in USA. And we talk about this question, can we completely heal from our mental stuff or mental illness? Uh, maybe we can or maybe we cannot uh so that's what we're talking about today tune in and let's get to the show thank you uh because uh because even me, I'm not a professional, me, I'm not a professional uh, or anything uh, or anything. So I started this. So I started this like to, like to talk about talk my about my mental stuff, mental stuff, opening up, opening up, and then later my then friends, later my friends, some of them, some of them, I started hosting them, started hosting them, talking about their mental, their mental stuff. Because it's not easy, it's not easy to find people, find people, or sometimes, or sometimes even to open up. No, it's really not easy to open up. Um, you know, I actually, in, in life, in day-to-day life, like it, it's not easy to open up to people, especially people that you know personally. And a lot of times people have a hard time understanding, like, what depression really is. Or, you know, if you do have an anxiety disorder, how it's different from having anxiety. Maybe you have a, a presentation that you have to do in front of a bunch of people. So you're anxious about it. No, that's normal anxiety, but when you have something like a generalized anxiety disorder, that's totally different. It doesn't matter what the situation is. There could be nothing going on, but you suffer from anxiety attacks and, and it does affect your day-to-day life and it can be a little debilitating at times and people have a hard time really understanding the differences like of, okay, I feel sad today. So they'll just say, you know, I've, I have depression. You don't have depression you know you everybody goes through those normal moods of feeling sad feeling happy whatever they may be but clinical depression is something a little bit different right so it it is something that's hard for people to understand that's why you get a lot of people saying things you know kind of dismissively like all right well if you're sad go hang out with your friends go take a walk you'll feel better um you know while those things can sometimes be helpful it's not really um the solution you know what i mean um to something so serious as clinical depression or as uh an anxiety disorder for example so yeah i think you know in it's interesting because your show kind of sheds light on that as well and again i think that you do give people some interesting tips and tricks to you know try to uh, mitigate those situations and then on my show i kind of trying to shed light on on what it's really like you know um talking about like my day and, and something that i've experienced and why i've gotten myself into those situations and how my mental health plays a role in that so you know i think it's awesome uh, for people to be able to listen to that and again i find it i found it difficult to talk to my friends family about those situations when i feel like they didn't understand but coming on and having a podcast platform where i could talk to a bunch of people who i don't necessarily know but i feel a connection to because they've clicked onto my podcast so they want to listen to a mental health topic um 
is really helpful and it's 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 almost therapeutical for me to get all that um out you know through the means of my podcast so yeah yeah yeah, it's uh interest uh, interest because i started i started in july when i like decided to open up my about my uh, uh suicidal thoughts because i had never opened up and also i never knew like having thoughts in your mind where every day maybe you want to take your life sometimes because i used to have those ones in every difficult moment and i always thought about like maybe uh, taking my own life was always the best option and it started when i was still young um honestly from like uh the uh my parents at home uh the life at home and all that so as i i kept growing up growing up to to the age where i am right now i think uh so i got used with it and i was like if ever things don't go my way i always have the option and that option was always suicide so when i learned about like suicide was part of like mental stuff mental health illness and i decided to open up that's when i knew like uh it was going to be like really hard to start uh surviving every day because for me that's how i used to say like every day i used to fight with my thoughts in my mind uh telling me like you have to stop this you have to stop this so i always had uh thoughts in my mind which always told me like like voices like uh, if you die now you won't suffer anymore uh, there won't be any sadness you won't be lonely because you'll be gone so when i discovered like that was like mental health and i started my podcast it was easy to talk about it on my podcast than telling some of my friends because even now some of my friends don't know and like i told you here in africa uh maybe like 80 percent people um, don't believe in mental health so when you talk about mental health it's like maybe you're talking about like angels or like ghosts which many people believe don't exist so that's why it's hard and and even among my friends among many people it's hard even i've never told my parents about it like i struggle with mental health stuff even most of my friends because i don't know how my parents definitely my parents would think that maybe i'm mad or something is going on so that's uh, one of the challenges that we are facing here in africa and my country uganda it's that like people don't know like uh, what's what is mental health what is about it how can i avoid it is it really does it exist do people go through it so most times we tend like to pass through the hard times on our own uh, which is really hard but still also opening up like we said is still really hard so i'm trying to use my podcast to open up uh talk have this kind of conversations uh, that most people are afraid to have like so when i opened up about my suicidal thoughts most of my friends approached me and were like man why are you talking about these uh, sad stuff you should talk about this with your parents or maybe with your girlfriend if you have one Oh, you talk about how to make money you talk about comedy or other stuff man but things you're talking about are really sad, uh, sad things and i was like how can i talk about how to make money when i uh when like i don't have money or like why should i keep hiding so i was like those who uh, like my podcast will like it and those who don't who will not buy it will not still 
like it so that's one of the challenges that we are facing but in your country i know you even have therapists and all that stuff but here in my country we don't have that so most times we just fight on our own i don't know if you understand if it makes sense what i'm saying absolutely 100 percent uh it definitely makes 100 percent sense it's terrible to hear that you know in uganda that there's not um any therapist available or anybody you know that you can turn to um like like in that space that can help you clinically but uh i will say that even though in america we do have psychologists we have therapists uh there's a lot of issues there too right so the same thing that you said you know your friends say and things like that same thing here you know uh people get uncomfortable talking about things like suicide sad thoughts uh they're very dismissive about it it's very stigmatized you know nobody wants to hear about it again like you said they might think oh, okay you're crazy they might judge you and then sometimes too people are very dismissive about it they're like well you know get over it uh you know, if you're sad you know go exercise like i said go go hang out with your friends you know have a laugh and things will be fine and they're very dismissive about it because it makes them uncomfortable or because they don't understand it i will say here too um in the black community specifically in the united states it's the same thing you know um talking to parents and things like that they do not tend to understand it and on top of it there's also this like religious aspect that they take you know that they're like um if you're having it those thoughts oh they you know maybe you need to pray more or maybe you need to you know um turn to you know god or things like that and they're kind of very dismissive about it uh and then the more you talk about it of course the more uncomfortable they get because they don't understand it so they may think like oh you're just you know you're crazy or you know maybe we need to have you committed or something like that so they really don't understand it and it's very interesting because one of the things that i learned through my mental health journey is that some of these things that you have um can be hereditary can be genetic you know when i started to learn about what anxiety really is for example um and and why i'm experiencing it um or some of the reasons why i'm experiencing it when i turn to look at my parents in reality and how they deal with some of their the pressures that they face in their life you know i noticed that whenever my dad was under a lot of stress for example about anything um or whenever he felt uncomfortable i could notice the symptoms of anxiety that he was experiencing um because the symptoms of an anxiety attack is a lot like a heart attack you know it feels like you're you have a lot of pressure on your chest you can get short of breath you can feel like you know pretty much all the symptoms that somebody has when they have a heart attack it's very similar when you have an anxiety attack so much so that people can't tell the difference people go into the emergency room they think they're having a heart attack but really they're those symptoms within my within my dad i've noticed you know periods of time um symptoms of depression within my my mother but they don't have a name for it they just think that they're going through hard times and like you said you know um they people they just try to get through it by themselves and a lot of times when you don't have the tools to um deal with it you turn to negative things you know and you might take it out on somebody else or you know you just don't handle it the right way 
And so because they're not well educated on it or because they want to avoid it, it comes out in different areas of their life in negative ways. And it was happening to me until I faced it. And even when I did realize, okay, I can't live like this because I cannot, you know, deal with these symptoms and continue to try to do things like I normally do, go to work or do this, whatever. And I did have access to a therapist. Um, even going to a therapist made me personally feel like a loser. Like I was like, is there something wrong with me? Because even, you know, in America, uh, when we watch TV or when we watch movies, the people that go to therapists in movies or on TV shows are people that they, they categorize, like they, they make them seem like they're so crazy and they need to be locked up and things like that. And so I had this thought in my head that like by going to a therapist, I felt like I was like, oh, okay, I must be like totally nuts. I must be crazy, you know, that I have to, you know, confront um, or deal with these things. And it wasn't until like, you know, a lot of conversations with my therapist that I learned, like these things are perfectly normal. It's just, and a lot of people experience them. It's just that they do not talk about them. And that's why you, you just see a lot of problems in the world today. So it, it is still something in this country that's stigmatized a lot. It is still something that some people don't want to talk about. And again, in the black community, it's something that people don't really understand fully. Um, but again, I can also say, too, that it is, again, it's terrible to hear that in Uganda, you don't even have the resource of a therapist as an option. Um, but it's amazing and awesome that you could use the podcast as an outlet outlet to talk about your feelings and share with people because um, the people who do listen to your podcast like you said, I mean, they, they are going through the same things. And so to hear your voice talking about it, they may feel like, okay, this is not something I'm alone with. Um, I am not, you know, I'm not the only one. And it makes people feel better, which is like the message that I try to spread with my show too. Like it makes people feel less alone in those things that they're going through. So I think that's amazing for them and for you. And I wouldn't listen to the people who say, you know, oh, you should do comedy. You should, um, you know, talk about how to make money because the reason why they're saying that is because number one, maybe they don't understand your perspective. And number two, it makes them uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable for them to talk about it. Um, so they feel uncomfortable listening to that as well because people don't want to de like if you tell somebody that you're depressed the problem for a lot of people is that they don't know how to respond to you right like what do I do for you how can I help you you know they don't know how to respond to you so they would rather see you smile so that they can just continue going on about their day um, they don't want to deal with your feelings and they don't know how to so that's the tough part for them so they would rather dismiss it they just want to know okay you're you're good you're happy I don't have to worry about my friend he's fine and uh, it, that's it you know um, so that's why people just tell you oh just smile because they don't know how to deal with it and they don't want to deal with it um so that's my that's my perspective yeah yeah uh, thank you thank you i get it so um i think for you have had like a different journey uh, into mental health mo uh, mostly your personal journey and even you have had maybe an opportunity to get access to a therapist um so for us here like earlier i said it's a it's a big issue it's a big problem even when people are going through stuff they still don't want to talk about it and i understand it because it was always the same with me so uh how 
what uh, since you have all gone to the therapist and what uh, what kind of advice would you give to some of the my listeners who are listening in today like some tips i know i've ever shared some but uh, getting tips from someone like you who has um, manifested the journey who has like who is surviving every day who is living uh, 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 regardless of the mental health uh, issues that you go through uh, what are like some tips that you can share with us here in America even though you know access to therapists is a thing um, it is very expensive uh, we have insurance here in America so if you're working a lot of your employers will provide health insurance so that means that they you know they will pay for your health insurance that so you can go to the doctor um, and you have to pay maybe a small fee in comparison like a copay is what we call it but going to a therapist is like sometimes you know if you have good insurance it will be 60 dollars a session like for an hour so it is something that's very expensive and not a, it, even though it's there not a lot of people afford it either so i just wanted to throw that out there before i start to talk about advice but um from my perspective so what i've gotten from therapy is this one of the things is to talk about it vocalize it again and and try to talk about it with people who do understand whether it's through your podcast People want to send you messages, send you emails, talk to you. That's fine. But somebody you trust and somebody who can understand you is great to get the things off your chest because when you keep them inside, those are the things that fester and they linger and they hurt you. They are like eating you up from the inside out. And so getting them out through any means is great. Um, again, it could be through talking to somebody. If you don't have a trusted person, it could be through writing, journaling, things like that always help to get out your feelings the other thing is to examine those feelings that you have when you say you know you've had depression since early childhood you know sometimes in a broad way you could say okay maybe the situation at home wasn't good but what really try to get to the root of your depression and how it's staying around now you know if you, there's people that you're around that you tend to feel sadder when you're around them because they remind you of something that you faced you may want to spend less time with those people and notice who you're around when you feel at your best uh, because there are people that you can be around that you notice that like you don't even remember you know feelings of sadness because when you're around them you tend to feel better no make a conscious decision to recognize the people in you, around you how they really make you feel and try to spend more time with people who make you feel good uh versus bad the other thing too is to try to combat those thoughts because one of the things with mental illness like you mentioned voices in your head it is like that um you have these these thoughts these intrusive thoughts is what um they're called really that you know you can be doing anything having a good time but then you will have that thought in the back of your mind um about something that makes you feel sad makes you feel dep reminds you of those things or even tempts you towards suicide those thoughts do come in but when those thoughts come in you need to fight them in your head you need to fight those thoughts to say you know no here's a reason that i do have to live though here's a re here's somebody in my life that would be sad to see me gone if i'm gone i will not find out what it's like to do this you know or i won't, I won't be able to do my podcast or i won't be able to do these things that i enjoy you need to kind of in your head talk back to those voices and try to you know think about those positive things in your life that make life enjoyable to live um, and if you don't have feel that you have a lot of things in your life that are, make it enjoyable, find something, find a hobby, some creative 
outlet you know it could be drawing painting writing whatever the case may be that you can indulge yourself in um that helps you to express yourself because so much of mental illness is the feeling it's like very isolating even when you feel lonely um loneliness is a disease in a sense because what it does to you is you feel lonely so you tend to get more quiet if you notice the people that are lonely they are very quiet and when you're very quiet you're not socializing with people and when you're not socializing with people it makes you more lonely and it's a vicious cycle um and so that's why it's it's something that's uh, a disease so you have to examine those things and notice okay i'm lonely so what can i do about it you know i will talk you sit next to somebody and, and talk to them whoever it is you know try to make these friends and and combat these um illnesses that try to keep you down because it's exactly what they do they try to tell you and make you doubt yourself like you know oh I, i'm gonna go hang out with my friends yeah but you know they're they they're gonna laugh at you or you're not gonna be wearing the right thing or they're gonna you know you feel self-conscious and those you have to fight those voices in your head because they're trying to they're trying the, the the term that we use is, is it's an illness so think about it like cancer you know if you have cancer and everybody talks about oh you have to beat cancer you have to fight cancer you have to beat it it's the same thing because for, for mental health illnesses it, it's a disease and you know if you if you let suicide you know if you if you commit suicide basically the disease wins you know that's the that's where you you die but if you're fighting the illness, staying alive is what you want to do. And, um, you know, you don't want to let it let it get you down. So I would say intrusive thoughts, combat them, talk back to them um, in your head and tell them, you know, think about those things that say, OK, no, I know my childhood was bad, but look at where I am now. Look at the things that I'm able to do now. Um, look at how I am able to function as an adult, regardless of how people treated me when I was a kid. Like you have to talk back to those voices because the more you do, the quieter those voices get. If you don't if you in your head don't say anything back then those voices tend to get louder and louder and louder and then you get more and more depressed or more and more anxious or more and more you know just sad and down and when you feel sad and down it's telling you stay in bed stay at home listen to sad music you know don't talk to anybody you have to fight that get up do the opposite get up go talk to somebody you know get out of the house go look at the sun you know do the opposite of what the disease is trying to make you do um, because in the end it is trying to kill you um, just like any other disease just like if you're sick you know um, in any physical way it's the same thing for mental illnesses so those are some of the um, tips that I have right right thank you thank you this is so 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 interesting um, yeah, so uh, one of the other so question I, I asked you in the email was like, uh, one of my friends was like, there is, you can heal from mental illness, like, you can heal from it completely. So, and to me, it was like, kind of like, confusing. Uh, and I was wondering, like, how can you heal, com can, like, can you heal completely from all these mental health issues or uh, do we... Uh, learn to live with them or like um, acknowledge them like acknowledge them like i feel lonely sometimes or acknowledge that i get suicidal uh, thoughts sometimes and then learn how to do with them like when to when i'm having a bad day or a low day today 
how do I deal with it? Uh, do I get out of bed? Do I do? Uh, do I go uh, chill, uh, chill with some friends, or do I do something to keep me uh, distracted from my thoughts? Uh, is it possible to uh, live with mental health issues and still like be a normal person? Uh, so that's uh, one of the main questions that I uh, I find confusing. And if you'd like maybe to uh, talk about something about that, uh, it would be helpful. Absolutely. So I think that, um, and it is it is a complex question, right? Because I suffer with mental illnesses and I'm surviving with it, but I live with it every day. So I think that there are, yes, there's coping mechanisms to live with mental health illnesses, like the ones that I described, some of the, um, the ways that you can cope and learn to live with them. However, like I said, you know, sometimes those voices are very loud and sometimes you don't hear them at all, right? The more you, in my eyes, the more that you learn to cope with your uh, mental health illnesses, you learn, you get to the root of it. You know, why am I depressed? Or where does my depression stem from? You know, what makes me feel depressed? The, the more you do that work to self-reflect and find out the, the root cause of it and how to cope with it and how to avoid it and um, fight it, the more those voices, those, um, you know thoughts and all these things get quieter the less you feel them i have had a periods of time where i really you know i would go to work every day and i would suffer like i said from anxiety attacks and it would make it like oh god i have to go home you know even to the point of feeling like i couldn't even get up to go to work anymore or get up to go to school anymore i couldn't do those things well you know as i did that um mental work and you know found those different coping mechanisms i can say you know now for the past you know two years or so i've been able to get up and go to work and do all those things and not have to feel like i couldn't deal with my day-to-day -day life so can you heal from them completely i think that it's a possibility you know depending on what you're suffering with like if it's something like clinical depression i think what people have to realize is that you are more prone to these things than other people meaning like they say you know i'll compare it again to cancer <clears throat> you've had it if you've had um cancer right you can have a total regression they can you know cure cure you of cancer in a sense uh so it's totally cleared out from your body but you are more prone to it it can come back they always tell you that right and so you have to make take measures to take care of yourself if you've had a heart attack sure you can survive it but at the same time, you have to realize, okay, so now I'm more prone to it than other people. I have to make sure that my I change my lifestyle and I'm much more healthy so that this doesn't happen to me because I have a higher chance of it happening to me than somebody else. So I think that even if you no longer feel the symptoms of your mental illness, it's important to be aware that, okay, now life is good. I don't feel the symptoms of my mental illness, whatever I had in the past but just realize that you are more prone to it than other people. So you have to stay on that healthy path. You have to continue to do those things, the, the coping mechanisms that you have, continue to do those things so that you don't regress back into feeling clinically depressed. And those things are tend to be a cycle when it comes at least to depression and anxiety, they tend to be a cycle. You don't feel them all the time. Uh, sometimes you feel them, sometimes you don't. So again, you know, I think yes, to some extent, but you have to be aware that you are more prone to ha ha having those symptoms than other people, and you have to be vigilant. I'm starting to feel 
sad. I'm starting to feel a little bit depressed. When you get that point in time in your mind where you say, I, I'm starting to feel these feelings, that's the point where you have to, you know, kind of try your best to turn it around. Um, and so you're, you should be more uh, vigilant and more aware uh, than most. And then what people call normal people, who I want to know, who is a normal person? So many people you see, you think like because they don't tell you that they're dealing with mental illness, you don't even know. They may be embarrassed to tell you. They might have a different thought process in mind. They will never tell you that they feel those feelings. You know, um, and people are so multifaceted. What you see is not always what you get. People have thoughts in their head that you'll never know. Situations they deal with that you'll never know. Um, so to me, the idea of a normal person that's not true you know nobody's a normal person because there's no definition of that um you know and you'll never know what's going on in somebody else's head so don't feel like just because you have depression or just because you have uh anxiety or, or any other mental illness that you're not normal because who is normal you know at the end of the day and anybody can become a victim of those things so don't feel like you're outside of it because i had that i had that um you know feeling for a long time like oh gosh you know i'm not a normal person because i'm dealing with these things and this you know not fair and all these different um thoughts that i had in my head and i, I had to realize over a long period of time like you know nobody's normal you know um i was dealing with these things most of my friends don't even know about it uh like you said and and so to me so to them i'm normal right they're like oh she's fine she's normal she's doing all the, the the cool things i see her doing on instagram or you know whatever and you have this idea and they think like oh you're normal but you know what you're suffering with inside so don't think of yourself as less than or oh, i'm not normal i'm crazy and everybody else is normal because nobody out there is uh normal there's no real normal person in the world yeah yeah it sounds very interesting and i'm glad uh, uh we had you on the show today because i know uh, most of the, uh, people out there now will uh, will get the idea or will, uh, dig more into it and they will uh, find out how to move on regardless of everything they are dealing with so uh uh so uh i think we are coming to the end and i would like to ask uh, to request you another thing is like uh, what are the words that you can tell to someone who is struggling uh, right now or is going through hard times as we uh, conclude the show? You're not alone. Um, this world is not a an easy place to navigate for anybody. It's harder for some, but everybody has a tough time trying to survive in this world uh, because there's so many things going on. And a lot of it too... Stem, does stem from childhood we're trying to we're adults a lot of us are adults trying to survive the effects of our childhood and what you have to realize is you're not that little boy anymore you're not that little girl anymore um you are your own person and you can change your own life and make your own way in this world don't feel stuck by the things that people told you about yourself they may have said that you're you're never going to make it or you're this or you're that they may have made you feel worthless or you know different things like that but you are your own person you you make your own destiny and if you're suffering if you're having a hard time please reach out to somebody that, again that you can trust somebody you can talk to even to this podcast um 
that you're listening to now you know reach out and send an email you know maybe a twitter message or whatever the case may be talk about it if you don't have anybody to talk to if you're not comfortable write it down you know and and try to examine those thoughts and combat those thoughts in your mind and know that you're not alone with them so many people are suffering they're not saying anything but they really truly are suffering and that's okay you know if you need to cry about it cry uh, crying is a sign that you're alive. That's why when babies are born, they cry. And that tells you that they're alive. So you're only human. We're dealing with this together. We're all in it together. And never feel like you're alone. That's a symptom of the mental illness is trying to make you feel like you're so alone. I'm all alone. You're not alone. Um, and that's that's my message. All right. All right. Thank you. And uh, what's, if, you, if you would also like to share uh, the name of your podcast where people can find it. So yeah they because it's really interesting they should may uh, join you on this journey and uh, by listening to your podcast sure so my podcast again it's called stress depressed and anxious you can find it anywhere you like to listen whether it be spotify apple podcast anchor wherever you love to listen to podcasts also on my website stressdepressedanxious.com you can get links to everywhere that you want to listen you can send me messages and leave me voice notes anything like that i typically post episodes every monday and you can also find me on twitter sd underscore anxious All right, thank you and uh, thank you for uh, being here with us today and uh, now it's morning in your country and here it's night so I wish you a nice day and yeah, next time we catch up, next, next time. Catch up next. Absolutely, have a great night. All right, thank you.